Hello and welcome to the Hairdresser Strong Show. I'm your host, Robert Hughes, and today I'm talking with Tony and Corey, co-hosts of your Day Off podcast at Hairdistry. And I've known these guys for a long time, and it's my pleasure to bring them on the show. Tony and Corey, would you introduce yourselves for us? Hey, Rob. Well, first of all, thank you for uh, having us on, and congratulations on the podcast. We're, uh, we're we're always excited, like because we've been doing the podcast for so long now. We're always excited when we get to actually see you know our friends and you know people that we've known for a long time, kind of kind of jump into this world too. Um, you know, since day one, Tony and I have kind of like. Oh, so you're Corey. Yeah, I'm Corey. Uh, sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> Corey here. <laughs> see, that's right. that, that's friendship for you. Uh, always always hooking us up, but you know it. it We've always thought that the podcast space is great for hairdressers because there's just, as long as we're sharing good information for the industry, we're all, we're, we're for you and behind you. And, and, and certainly you've been doing that. Um, but uh, yeah, listen, I'm Corey. I've been in the industry for, I've been in the hair industry for 30 years. And um, a few years ago, we, uh, we came up with this idea to do a podcast and, um, you know, from, from hair school at Graham Webb over in Arlington to, to working at PR Partners for, I was there for 14 years to um, one, I decided to go uh, work at another hair salon. And then, um, I don't know, it's been about five or six years that I'm in an independent salon. So, uh, you know, it's interesting. This, this industry has, has room for, for everybody. Yeah. Uh, and it's funny because Corey and I have been uh, best friends since high school. Right. And you, so pretty much we have a very similar story in the industry. Um, you know, we all work for the, a big salon chain in the industry uh, around the DC area. And I was, I was fortunate enough to be able to be um, there in the early years to help develop the educational, uh, especially the haircutting uh, department for them. I uh, was in that salon for 18 years and uh, been in to uh, maybe a little longer than that, 20 20, I think you were there 21 years. Yeah, 21 right? years, because now I'm in the salon suite for uh, eight or nine years. And so uh, it just, uh, you know, it, it was just a way to for us to evolve because, you know, we hit as far as we could go with them and we weren't growing anymore personally. And so uh, it's just been a great industry to grow up in. Yeah, no doubt. Nice. Amazing. I mean, if you, Robbie, I mean, kind of, sorry, I'm going to take totally take over your podcast. I apologize. But, <laughs> you, you, you know, it, it, it's interesting because there is that we've talked about it before. Like if, if we didn't find the hair industry, I mean, I'd be in jail or something. You know what I mean, like, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what else was, what, was out there with if it wasn't for the industry. You know, it's like this industry. Absolutely. It did two things. One, I think it kind of saved me in a weird way. You know, it kind of gave me it gave me purpose. And two, it allowed me to like have a family and to have like a quote unquote normal life. Because I certainly wasn't when I got into the industry, I wasn't looking at a normal life or what they even I didn't even know what that looked like. Yeah, 100 percent. And, you know, uh, anybody who knew us back then and, and see us now. Yeah, they wouldn't recognize who we were. That's that's incredible. And actually, that's um, I think that's something that would speak really dear to a lot of people, you know, I in this industry, I. I, uh, I can relate for sure. Uh, I was kind of like run, you know, trying to figure things out in the beginning and, uh, I was not a, uh, I could, you know, the whole thing about going to jail, that's, uh, you know, I feel like I, I feel like there's plenty of people in this industry who could relate to that. Um, I will say that, uh, when I talk to, you know, when I go to schools or I talk to salon owners and stylists, uh, the one, not really a salon owner so much as like uh, rising stylists, but like 
trying to figure out, you know, how to, how to, how to go throughout the career and like really leverage everything that the industry has to offer. And, uh, it's just something that is always on constantly on people's mind. And I just love the fact that you all have been through quite a, uh, quite a story from like going from working for a company. And he even said you did, edu- you both did education, right? You know, yeah. Corey, you did color and Tony did cutting education. And so you're educators, employees, then you're independents, now you're podcasters. And uh, something else that's, you know, coming up is you're doing, I, it, you're doing a show, like an industry event, um, which we'll get into later. Is this the first one, second one, third one? Uh, this is our second one. So um, we've, we've partnered up with, with the great Presley Poe. And don't ask us how we became friends, because I don't really know. She, she kind of seeked us out and wanted to be our friend. So uh, if you know Presley, you know, you just let that stuff kind of happen. If you don't, you got to go get to know her because she is amazing. Yeah, she is. As far as I'm concerned, the, the, one of the best true, true artists in the industry. You know, she sees things differently. She educates things differently. Um, she's known for her color, but her haircutting is just as superb and, and her way of explaining it is, is absolutely brilliant. She's just one of the, if not one of the, she's the best educator in the industry, but so we're doing, we get to do a, we get to do a cool event with her and a couple other people, but I'm sure we'll get into that a, a little bit later. Um, uh Oh, what was the question, Rob? Uh, no, that's, that's all good. So, um, so yeah, so like your whole, like your whole story, I think is, uh, really interesting and like hearing how that how that happened and uh i think that would be super valuable to our listeners and viewers so like why don't you tell us a little bit about like your journey through you know so we kind of heard a little bit about tony being an educator and uh and like and like the moving on process was because you realized it didn't uh, you were feeling like you didn't have you couldn't grow anymore. Uh, but then you went independent and then you started a podcast or tell us a little bit about that process. But I'll start off with the early years in the salon itself. Um, I was fortunate enough that the owner of, uh, you know, we own it's Reginald's PR partners. Uh, but um when I came approached him, he started to take over other salons in in the DC area. And I said, you know, we should kind of develop a culture. You know what I mean? If we're, if we're going to start growing like this, uh, maybe we should uh, create an educational department. He's like, well, if you feel strong about it, go ahead and, and, and do it. And he was one of those owners that if you had an idea, he wouldn't uh, hold you back. He would allow you to go ahead and, and, and do it and try it. And if it succeeded, then he would adopt it and, and, put it across the thing and uh and you know fortunately enough he allowed you to to kind of follow your passion or what you wanted to do and so i wanted to cut hair and so he allowed me just to cut hair and and so and then he allowed me to kind of create this uh cutting foundation for for the company and 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 just able to grow in that way and then you know i was there for 21 years so uh Obviously, the cunning uh, department, it outgrew who I was and, 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 and where I wanted to go. And so it, you know, of course, it was handed off, handed off, and it became, you know, one of the stronger, um, I guess, edu- salon and salon education uh, departments in, in, in the area. Uh, and then I just, you know, I got lost for a minute. You know what I mean? I, I, I really couldn't find who I was as a stylist anymore. And so I just, and I realized that, you know, I just kind of capped myself off. I, I was just 
I couldn't grow anymore where I was. And so um, that's when I decided to uh, move over to an independent um, stylist. And it just kind of re-sparked everything I loved about hairdressing again. And so I've been here for eight or nine years. And, and if the eight or nine years have gone by so fast, because, you know, when you, when you, when you kind of fall in love or when you like what you're doing, how time flies, and this is how this uh, has been going for me for over the last eight or nine years. But I was thankful that, that my buddy decided to, you know what, I'm going to come uh, over there too. And, and then I'll let you, I'll let him get into his little story there, but then he can talk about how we came up with the podcast. Well, um, so real quick, uh, so the viewers and listeners who don't know, Corey and Tony used to work together, uh, and actually I worked at the salon uh, for some time with them, and um, they both worked uh, like in tandem with each other, like one would cut, one would color, and they would share customers. Yeah, together uh, we well make as- one hairdresser. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when they say they've been friends since high school, you know, it just is so much more than that. So anyway, all right, go ahead, uh, Corey. So Tony left first and went independent. And then Corey? Well, I left first, actually. I, I left oh. first and went to another I went to another commission based salon. Okay. Um, I went to a month, another commission-based salon. And I was there for about seven years before I joined it, Tony. We interviewed that in that salon together and they gave us the same offer, but it didn't benefit me as much as it benefited him. So I, you know, I didn't want to leave. Uh, yeah, so he left with it and, and separated us first. <laughs> <laughs> separate, separate yes. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, but, but kind of on that same, kind of on that same note, I want to get into a couple points, Rob, um, is that I kind of felt the same kind of way. Like I felt like I needed a change and it was interesting because coming up in the PR partners world, you know, I was, I, I started off as an assistant there and then became a hairdresser there. And, and probably because of my own um, insecurities and stuff, I kind of always saw myself as that assistant trying to make it even 14 years into my career. You know, I was, I was kind of that guy where like, how do I break through here? So um, I left, I left uh, when I left PR partners, I went to another hair salon called Bella Bethesda, which, you know, for the record was probably the best, thing that I ever did because one I wasn't the kid when I got that I was actually one of the older people so it, it, it forced me or pushed me and in, into like a mentor role which I really 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 appreciated and loved and I kind of I found my wings a little bit um the owners Stacy and Lindsay there were just absolutely amazing when it came to that and they gave me they also gave me um free reign to kind of to kind of be that mentor um, also what that was, was a Redken summit salon. And, uh, for those that don't know summit summit is like, um, it's like L'Oreal's like business, uh, 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 coaching. So, um, they just, it's what Michael Cole started when he started his thing. I don't know, 25 or 30 years ago about, you know, thinking of your business as a business. So it gave me a little bit of insight there. So I was able to uh, kind of use that and to be a mentor was just incredibly rewarding, you know, um, nice. So it, it was a really great move. And then, um, uh, uh, like I said, I was there for about seven years. And then I joined Tony over there at the at the solo suite and uh, so not sola, but like in, in a in an independent um, suite. And, you know, once again, it was just it was, it was re-energizing, like, OK, well, you know, how do how do we do this and, and how do we uh, how do we manage the books and, and all that stuff? It, it's actually interesting because, you know. Once you go independent, there, it's so much more work, you know, and like you don't even realize what yeah. your salon owner is doing for you now until you have to do it for yourself, you know, totally. I mean, and that's not a negative at all. It's just no. it's just it's just a different it's just a different way to see things and appreciate things. 
I'll tell you what, though, Rob, the one thing that we've seen certainly over the last two years in the COVID years, the COVID times, is that a lot of people that um, have left salons and come into the suites and then people that have left the suites and actually opened up their own commission based salons. And I don't really have anything. I don't have anything to go with that other than it's interesting. It's interesting to watch it happen. We've had it happen a couple of times in our suite. It's like people leave and then open up an independent salon. I, I gather what happens if I'm using like real like like experiences that people go. I can do this so much better. And then they try it in the, in the salon suite, you know, like they have a fallout with their owners. Cause that's kind of how we, a couple of things in our, our industry, I'd like to change. And that's one of them, but we, um, we have a fallout with our owner and we go, we can do better. We go solo for a couple of years, we save some money and then we go out and we try to do it better, you know? Um, but yeah, so I, it, it's just interesting. I don't really have anything again to go with that. It's just, it's just interesting. Yeah. So you're uh, so you move into the suite, and uh, so you two are in a suite together, or have your independent suites in the same building, or what is the current setup? Well, I, we we're, yeah both because we're actually we're going to move in um, currently right this second as of this date we're we're separated, but by the time this is re- released, we'll be uh, we'll be sharing a suite with uh, with Tony and our our dear friend Chelsea as well. Gotcha. Cool. Awesome. And so. Uh, so you went through, you know, this whole process and you, you, you finally got, you know, you all finally made the decision to make the jump on, um, you know, you went at different times and in different ways, and then you ended up back together. And uh, so at what point in time did the idea for the podcast uh, come up and like, how did that, how did that whole thing happen? Um, it, I, I was an early I was a really early adopter to podcasts, right? Like I started podcast listening to podcasts in like 2008, 2009. I mean, like, like Rogan or like, you know, serial or, you know, whatever, whatever was out there. And, and early on, even before podcasts, though, I was kind of always interested in, in the format and the audio format, you know, listening to Stern or, or if you're in DC, listening to Elliot in the morning and stuff, or, you know, always like, like it was always interesting to me. So I kind of always had this thing like, man, I really like to do that in a weird way. Like in my next life, I'd like to be like a radio DJ or, or whatever. <laughs> Not that I'm smart enough to do that or anything, but, um, but uh, as I started thinking about how we could do it, once podcast came out, now, how could we do a podcast that would benefit the industry? I couldn't figure it out, Rob, you know, for like, seriously, for like, you know, eight years, it's like, I couldn't figure out how to talk about angles and how to talk about color and how to talk about that. So it made sense, right? Cause our industry up to that point, that's what our industry was. And, and I didn't, I just couldn't figure it out. So I think it was September, 2017. I was invited to, um, uh, I was invited to an influencer event. Um, uh, if anyone's listening, um, we all worked with Philip Wolf at PR partners and Philip had left he, before he moved to LA, he was at PR partners and, and certainly Tony and I worked with him. Um, as a matter of fact, Robbie, you took over his station when you moved, when you got to PR. Partners. Oh yeah. You took over <laughs> Philip's station. True story. Um, so we, uh, so he had moved to LA anyways, long story short, he, he came, he came back for the first time in 17 years and he texted me. He's like, Hey bro, I'm in town. I'd love to. I'd love to see you guys. So as I'm there um, all day long, people are handing me their phone saying, will you take a picture? I was, I was Phillips like photographer for the day. Um, and then at, at, when I left that night, I go, that's it. I know what people, I, I know what, I know what we can talk about. And, and I, I went to Tony and I said, Tony, I've got this idea. I want to start a podcast and I kind of want to be the Jimmy Fallon of the hair industry. Like I want to introduce these, these influencers, quote unquote influencers um, to, you know, hairdressers that work behind the chair every day, which is, you know, 
which is who we want to talk to, you know? Um, and it was interesting when we first, when, when we first started the podcast, there was only a handful, there was like, like three or four that, that you could actually listen to. So we were really early adopters, but, um, but when I went to Tony and said, I wanted to be the Jimmy Fallon of hair, of the hair industry, he goes, time out, time out. He goes, if we're going to do this, we have to bring soul and we have to bring heart to the conversation. And interesting enough, Rob, that um, the podcast absolutely changed before it even got started. You know, like nice. it, it totally changed the trajectory of, of it and the way that we booked guests, the way that we arranged um, our conversations, the way that we just the way we approached everything uh, had to be through that funnel of, 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 of heart and soul. And, and you know, I, I, I pat ourselves on the back um, and I don't know if it's true. And I don't know if it's a chicken or an egg kind of thing, but, you know, before our podcast, like, I don't, I don't ever recall anybody in our industry talking about sobriety. I don't ever remember anybody in our industry talking about mental health. I don't remember anybody in our industry talking about the stuff that really affects the people in the industry. You know, we hear a lot about like how to do a haircut. We hear a lot about how to do a balayage or a hair technique or even a bit or even business. But I didn't, I, I don't ever recall as an industry, us having these conversations. And we hear, we hear these conversations a lot now. But um, honestly, before we started the podcast, and before we started the podcast, I, I don't ever recall hearing that. Um, I, I, I'm taking halfway credit. I don't know if it was the industry was ready to hear it, or if, or if, or if we just kind of opened that door. I don't know which one it is, but either way, I'm proud. Yeah, and and you know, Robbie, it, like for us, it's all about the hairdresser, right? I mean, we just like you, hair hairdresser strong. I mean, any anything that we can do to elevate the the hairdresser. You know what I mean? The industry in that way, uh, that's because we, we are hairdressers as well. You know what I mean? We still work four days uh, behind the chair every week. So, yeah. you know, everything that we do, it's with a hairdresser mentality. And and so because um, we are and, yeah. and, 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 you know, if we can pass that along, just like when we were educators with parent partners, you know what I mean? We worked on our days off to help teach and educate. And uh, because, you know, together, uh, you know, we're better. And so that's that's been our mentality from the beginning. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, I watch your podcast, I listen to your podcast and uh, I would definitely agree with all those all those statements. I think you guys are doing a great job. So uh, when uh, so when this when did this uh, happen all go down? Uh, how about how long ago was this? It was actually four years ago. It was our first episode was released January 15th of, um, of 2018. It's hard to believe it's been four years. Happy birthday. Yeah, <laughs> nice. That's it. awesome. Uh, you know, what's funny is um, when uh, we, the salon that I'm at, um, a group of us, you know, we're leaving a very unfortunate situation where there was a lot of like dishonesty uh, uh, around, um, and opaqueness around our numbers. And, uh, we felt that, you know, we tried to get the, get our bosses to, uh, to listen to us and, and negotiate with us on how to make this right. And they just refused. So we, we left and, um, we moved on January 15th. Uh, it's been, it was just, we just passed two years. So that's funny. The date is, uh, it's, um, it's, it's, a, it's like the day of liberation, man. It's yeah. A, it's for a, real. Liberation yeah. Day. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, all right. So you're doing, you're doing the show, you're building it up. And, um, you know, if anybody out there wants to start a podcast, do you have any like, uh, 
tips for them or things to that they should they should be thinking about when they're when they're you know embarking on this journey? Um, yeah, reach out to him. Email Corey. Yeah, yeah don't email me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, like like it's so easy to do. It's not easy to do, but it's easy to do. Um, it, it's you know you can. There's so many free applications out there. We use Anchor. We run everything through Anchor. Anchor uploads it to everywhere we need to be. They're also owned by Spotify now, which makes things a little bit easier. Um, but uh, whether you're whether you want to start a podcast. Whether you want to start education, whether you want to, you know, present better in front of your uh, team, um, I, I have a tip, and it's a tip that I definitely used, and, and and Tony used as well before we started the podcast. It's very interesting, Robbie, and I'm sure you experience this as well. Like once the mics turn on, a different part of your brain fires up. It's not the same conversation brain um, once that mic cl clicks on. And, and when we did our early podcast, like once the mic turned on, it was kind of difficult to start conversation. So what we did was at the end of every day, I would open up my voice dictation app on my phone and I would just talk about the day. And as simple as that sounds, what it does is it just uh, it fires that other side of your brain to make you more comfortable behind the mic or more comfortable talking out loud your thoughts. That's and it good. also teaches you kind of how to pause. It teaches you how to think on your feet without, without, without fill words. Now I say without fill words, but our podcast is known for the fill words. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and the us and all that. However, it just, it's making to... fun of me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying, man? Um, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Uh, but, but what it does is it, it slows the brain down a little bit. And, and, and allows you to do it. So if, again, you can use it as, you can use it kind of as a diary. You know, it doesn't even have to be that intimate, but just like, hey, my first client came in and we talked about X. Just open your dictation app on your phone and just talk into it while you're driving home. You know, it doesn't take you any more time. It, it can be done as, but it can be done in the privacy of your own car. You only look like a maniac to the people that you're, uh, that's passing you by. Um, but, um, but yeah, it was very, very, very helpful for once the mic turns on and if you don't believe that a different place in your brain turns on open a mic and talk and start talking into it you'll see that your brain opens up in a different space so yeah and with social media i mean you can inspire mentor you can educate um you know and and do it with with a mentality of serving others and if you do it with the mentality of serving others you're going to impact other people if you're doing it with a with the mentality of you're serving yourself you're going to fall flat. You're going to fall short. So if you do it by giving, you're going to, people are going to receive that and you'll, and you'll, you'll notice a difference in that as well. That's good. That's good. That's that heart. Uh, and awesome. soul funnel. What's that? That's that heart and soul funnel. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Uh, so, so you got this show and, uh, we got, I, I think that was, uh, some great tips there. And, uh, so it's kind of led you into doing an industry event. Would you uh, would you tell us a little bit about about like one how you decided to start doing an event, and then two what it's going to be all about? Uh, it's hair to street. It's called it's hair to street presents, and we partnered up with uh, Presley and Poe, Presley Poe, and uh, it's called Presley Poe and Friends. And uh, we actually want to thank her because. Uh, after we did, we interviewed her in 2018, uh, she, uh, really wanted to support us. And we've talked about how we wanted to do an event, be in the event space that, 
to empower because our our show is different than other shows and it's a little bit more intimate but it, again it empowers the hairdresser and so uh she wanted to to be a part of of our idea and she wanted to support us and so she came to uh frederick maryland to put on the first one in 2019 and uh it was successful it she was uh Man, she's she's been amazing through the whole process, but she's really helped us kind of evolve this and grow this and 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 empower other hairdressers as well. Yeah, we we have um, you know, you go to PresleyPoeAndFriends.com. Um, we have information there. But I mean, not only do you get this year, not only do you get Presley, but you're gonna get uh, you're gonna get a Queen of the South, who in my mind is the, is one of the best on scout braiders in the country. She's she's absolutely amazing. She's a darling of a person. Um, you're gonna get Trevor Moots. Trevor Moots is also known as uh, Taylor Fade, and he he legitimately is one of the best barbers I've ever seen. I mean, um, uh, Lisa Corella is coming. Lisa Corella is a uh, curly hair specialist. Uh, once again, amazing. She's an amazing curly hair. Um, listen to her story on our podcast oh my it, gosh and talking about tearjerker yeah, yeah it she, will make you cry yeah she immigrated here from cuba and it was not an easy immigration story it was not a you know she she brings the heart and soul man she brings it um not only to the podcast but but just her story you got mr fancy Got Mr. Fancy. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, we have Lisa, Lisa Corella. She, once again, she's one of the best curly hair um, colors in, in the industry, as far as I'm concerned. Um, and then we have Sarai, also known as the Platinum Giraffe. And uh, she's an amazing blonding and, and business um, and business coach. Um, and then, you know, we have our headliners. We have Presley. And then um, we have Mr. Jacob Kahn, the, uh, the very sought after Jacob Kahn is coming at, um, to do our event. You know, as I'm sitting here saying this, I'm blown away that, that, that these people. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty big, awesome lineup. Dude, it, it, listen, we are just so blessed. Um, I mean, but, but you know, Robbie, like our friend Sharon Riser, who owns the Temple School, she always said, and by the way, that's where the show is going to be. It's going to be, it's going to be at the Temple um, in, in Frederick, Maryland. So you, all those people at the Temple. Like, you know, what an intimate affair it's going to be, you know, um, it's just going to be yeah. a few hundred people there and then you're going to have the ability to uh, to take some classes. But, you know, Sharon always says that our industry um, lives on relationships. And, you know, I didn't when 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 we started to build this thing, I didn't kind of realize that in the in the real sense of that, you know, but but after we after we've kind of like done this for a couple of years, you know, she's absolutely right. Like like our the relationships that we've had and the relationships that we've been able to, I don't know what the word is, but like mature, you know, ha, has been remarkable, you know, and, and I mean, just look at that lineup, you know, that's a bunch of people that want to work with us and, you know, not from an ego kind of place, but, you know, why do we deserve this? Well, on some level that, you know, I don't know, on some, on, some, on just some level, well, on every level, I'm very proud of that, but, but, you know, the fact that, that they want to, and, you know, the, a lot of these people are like dear friends of ours too, you know? Nice. Yeah. So, uh, well, Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was saying, you know, and they, uh, you know, we, we like to say that we partner with people that, that are very like-minded that want to help the industry and elevate the industry as well. So, you know what I mean? That's, it's just kind of like it, we attract each other, which is, you know, it, it's just, even with you, Rob, you know what I mean? Hairdressers strong. You're, you're impacting young hairdressers. You're impacting hairdressers and you're, you're elevating the industry in a way. And, and, you know, even, even when we work together, for some reason, we, we, 
we connected. You know what I mean? So Absolutely. it's just these like-minded people just making this industry a whole lot better. I, I want to thank you for doing what you're doing, brother. Thanks. Well, I thank you guys. So I, um, I just to like kind of uh, just before we wrap up, I wanted to uh, just kind of get a little insight into like if anybody out there, you know, ever gets to the point where they want to do something like this. Um, you know, I, I hear this lineup, which uh, that's, you know, pretty impressive. That's I didn't realize it was going to be, you know, as big. And, and um, so what are we talking about here for production? I mean, we were talking like, like marketing agency, production company, like what? Just give us like a little quick, uh, you know, run through of all the all the parties involved outside of the hairdressers that are going to be there. Yeah, I mean, a lot of work. Yeah, it's a lot. It, it's 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 more. It's more work. It's a hundred times more work than you think it is. Now I got a, a huge shout out to Miss Katie May because uh, Katie May is uh, she, she's forever the unseen hero uh, um, at hair industry. She um she does a lot of she does a lot of the stuff. And if if anything is looks organized at all, <laughs> yeah. she's responsible for it. If it looks unorganized, Tony's responsible for it. <laughs> 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 so, uh, you know, big, huge shout out to Katie. Katie is pretty much, this is her baby. You know, we, we want to do an annual event with her and this is her baby. And, um, and she, uh, and, and, and she does, she does a lot of that, but you know, yes, we have a, yes, we have a marketing team that we're working with this year. Um, they're going to be, uh, um, they're going to kind of give us a marketing plan and they will be, I'm, by the time this is released, I'm sure you've seen it all, but you know, they're going to be, uh, handling our, our, our social media for, for the event, um, and, you know, putting together the tiles and the, and the strategy and yada, 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 all that stuff is like so foreign to me, Rob, I have no idea. Hence the reason that we have a team coming in as opposed to us trying, trying to do it or understanding it. So even a web development, uh, you know, team that's going to update and put everything in order on presleypo.com. Presleypoandfriends.com. Yeah. And, so yeah, we have all these different pieces that that just makes the puzzle look like seamless. Yeah, yeah. you kind of have to be like for you kind of have to be the conductor, right? Like you're just like you know, you know, you know, you're kind of out of the way a little bit. Tony and I are trying to you know put ourselves. We'll out mess of, it up. Yeah, we're trying totally to mess it up exactly. <laughs> so yeah, you're, you're just kind of conducting like what needs to be done, you know, and and, gotcha. and, and and carry that timeline. And you know that that's tough when you're talking about like six of the top uh, top artists in the industry. You know, they, they they're all very very busy people, and and to be able to conduct them and and to yeah, to I mean lo logistics got to be. Uh pretty insane for all that it's crazy there's a lot of there's a lot of praying at the end of the night that at all that, that the next day that you're just a little bit further down the road i think it's important just to keep moving keep keep yeah. moving the ball down the road you know i think that's that's really important that's good. Well, um, I look forward to being there and, uh, we'll be, uh, we'll be, we'll be like getting some shots for everybody, you know, live and in real time and stuff. Uh, so, um, just to, uh, as we, as we wrap up, I like to, uh, ask, uh, my, uh, my guests, which I didn't prepare you for this. So, uh, I apologize, um, to share their most embarrassing moment behind the chair or as it pertains to the industry, you know, the first thing that comes into mind, maybe you were embarrassed at the time and now you can laugh about it. Do you have anything that pops into your head? Yeah. For me, it's, and it, you know what I mean? It was, it was embarrassing and it made me think that I make the right decision of choosing this industry in the beginning. So I got out of, when I graduated uh, Graham Webb and my buddy opened up a, a, it's called International Barber, but it was a men and women's uh, 
kind of uh, salon. But uh, anyway, so I went there and um, maybe this is why I cut hair. I don't know. But uh, I went there and I so I did this color. She left. And the next day I did another color. And of course, I, I just graduated school. And as I'm doing her color, she starts to cry. Oh my, like, oh my God, you know, I'm, I'm terrified. She starts crying. And then the color that I did yesterday, she comes in at the moment, this woman's crying. Oh no. She starts to cry. I am in a panic. I'm like, what did I do? What am I doing? Is this, I was just, I was, I was terrified. I was like, oh my goodness. I know that I, I'm not ready to be on the floor. And, and so I, I looked around and at the time it was David's beautiful people in Bethesda and um, my, my wife's brother, his mother-in-law was the color director for this company. And so she got me uh, a, an apprentice job in, uh, in Bethesda. And then like a year later, PR and partners bought that location out, but that's how I started working for PR and partners. Uh, But I was an apprentice for them as well, but that's it. It was a humbling experience. It was frightening. It was, but you know what? Don't allow those those situations to to say who that's you. That's what you are, or hold you back. Tackle your fears. Move forward. You know, I knew what I needed, and I found what I the salon that was going to help me get to where I wanted to be. And but oh man, it was it was it was scary. It was frightening. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> <laughs> you got one, Corey? I don't know about embarrassing, but certainly like I, I can tell you the, the the time I was I was the most scared behind the chair. Um, but before I get into that, I I want to take this opportunity just to give a big shout out to Reg Laws and PR Partners because, dude, I I think from how many hairdressers they've set up, you know, um, is amazing. You know, I, I think that they yeah. they very much fit that role. So PR Partners Bethesda, I was with Tony and I was with Will. If, if, if you remember Will, I was with Will and we were, we were, we had just knocked off for work and we we're heading up to go, you know, have a, a sandwich, we'll call it a sandwich at, at the local uh, 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 pub. And as we're locking up the door, this guy comes up and he goes, Hey, you guys still open. And yeah, I was young and like thirsty, um, you know, for money. So I was like, uh, I'll do, I, I'll do his color. So he wanted his color done, but it's like, Robbie, seriously, it's like nine 30 at night. Right. So I unlock the door, I go in and I, uh, I, I, I'm doing a consultation. I put a cape on him. And when I, when I put the cape on him, dude, he started diddling himself under the cape. What? And, like, and we're all alone in the salon. And I'm like, we left, we went up to yeah, go get a drink. Yeah. They went to go get a drink <laughs> and I'm there by myself in the salon. And I'm like, Oh my God. You know how they talk about you go to the back room and you pray to like the back, the, the back room gods about, you know, how to get through a color situation. <laughs> so this is going on and I excuse myself to the back room, I, to the back room and I'm walking in circles because I'm like, what do I do? You know, like, how do I, conf- oh my goodness. You know? so like, how do I kick them out of here without, you know, without, you know, getting beat up or just by your pretty face, just by your pretty face. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Robbie, I'm dying, man. My stress level is so high. You can't even imagine, you know? So like, I'm like, dude, you're just going to have to like man up and, you know, kick him out of there. So I, I walk back to him and like, he's got the cape on and I'm like, oh man, I don't know. <laughs> so listen, I don't know what happened when I was out of the room. But uh, but 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 he as soon as I got back there, he goes, never mind. I don't want to get my hair done. And he got up and left the salon, which was like the most grateful like I've ever been that I didn't have to have this confrontation. He dropped that soiled cape. 
<laughs> so I, I gingerly put that in the dirty clothes. So whoever was working the next morning as an, uh, as an assistant, I apologize. But, uh, but yeah, that was definitely one of the moments that, uh, I don't know, would live with me forever, but you know, it was just a scary moment kind of going through all that. Oh man, that's pretty funny and disturbing at the same time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh man. Well, thank you all so much for coming on the show. I think your story is super awesome. And I think a lot of people get a lot out of this. You know, it just goes to show that, you know, you don't have to like, you don't have to like, you know, a lot of students are so concerned about where they're going to start off their career. And uh, I try to tell them, you know, you just kind of like got to go out there, you know, do your research, like definitely don't just go to any salon and any place. But at the same time, like, you know, you like careers are long and life happens and you change your mind and and uh, you, you pursue what you love. And I love that you guys you know, really kind of embody that. And that story is super awesome. And uh, I really look forward to uh, your show. And, um, and yeah, so thanks. Hey, Rob, you know, on that, if you're coming out of school and you're looking for a salon, look for the salon that's going to give you the best experience, not necessarily the most money. Because in the long term, in the long run of your career, you're going to make way more money with the experience that you have than than, than the extra dollar per hour that, that you that. make at a salon. You know, yeah. that, 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 the, the experience and whatever they have as far as an education to make you the best hairdresser that you can be, that's going to pay off so much more than that extra dollar an hour. And I know we've all been there. Those first couple of years are really tough. And that extra hour, that extra dollar an hour can really, really be helpful. And we understand that. But understand that that but also understand that that's short term thinking and not long term success. That's good. Thanks. I appreciate that, actually. All right. Well, um, next time uh, I have you on the show, I look forward to uh, hearing some more of your insights into the industry. Uh, but until then, um, I'll check you all later. Thanks again uh, for coming on the show. Rob, thanks. Seriously. Yeah, thanks, and like Tony said earlier, congratulations on the podcast. Congratulations on all your success. And, and, and thanks for bringing us on, man. Absolutely. All right, y'all. Peace.